Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Wherever you may be, I hope you have blue skies and a smile in your heart. Welcome to that other lifestyle podcast where we talk about the good, the bad, the ugly, and the weird sides of this wild lifestyle. Please head over to our website, thatotherlifestyle.com. You can also find our group on sdc.com. Subscribe, comment, like, and all that good jazz for me. Disclaimer time, this podcast is for adults only. It is not safe for work. We will be discussing topics of an adult and sexual nature for 18 years up and only. I also try to be as inclusive with my language and terms as I can. It can be challenging to formulate and write and say all the inclusive terms in every instance. For simplicity's sake and time management, I may use terms like husband or wife or partner or spouse for the purpose of the narrative I am sharing. This podcast is for everyone, though, no matter your background, gender identity, gender expression, or whatever truth you may be living. Everyone is welcome. With that, put the kids to bed, pour a glass of wine, and might I recommend enjoying this podcast with a cup of coffee at 5 a.m. This episode came about from a video. Not that kind of video, you pervert. A good and wholesome and heartwarming video I received a few days ago at 5 a.m. I was up getting ready for the gym. My phone went off. A wonderful friend sent me a video of her listening to my podcast, snuggling a puppy and drinking her morning coffee. I must admit I was having trouble formulating the next episode, this episode, and then it hit me. Today, we will be talking about the positives of the lifestyle in an episode we will call You Raise Me Up. To the vanilla world, we may appear to be sex-crazed heathens, but we are not. We are normal people attempting to navigate this world just like everyone else. And this world is on fire. The only remedy is positivity and light. Be the light you want to see in others and they will shine with you. Strange the place I have found this to be the truest, most authentic, is in the lifestyle. The LS has so many positive aspects that are quickly overshadowed. People in the vanilla world will claim to know a couple that tried swinging, and then the couple lost their house, and their kids can't read, and they got divorced, and one of them got kidnapped, and the other one ran off to a foreign country and started a cult. I'm exaggerating, but not by much. I remember hearing before we got into the LS hush whispers and gossip from the vanilla crowd about all the dangers of swinging, how terrible it is, how opening up your marriage is just an excuse to cheat, how anyone who may go down this path is a degenerate. It could not be further from the truth. Yeah, Vicky and Victor Vanilla, you might know a couple that tried this and their marriage fell apart. Let me tell you, it was already on the way to destruction and the LS had nothing to do with it. The positives of the lifestyle are a topic that does not get enough attention. There are a lot of articles online about the negatives and the why you shouldn't do this, but not enough discussion on the positives. Hopefully we can change some minds, hopefully help you have a better day and understanding of the lifestyle, and maybe make the world a better place with knowledge. Jumping straight into a positive that does not get enough acknowledgement is compliments. People in the lifestyle are a super complimentary bunch of people to their spouses, to their friends, to total strangers. To Victor and Vicky Vanilla out there, you may be thinking, yeah, what's the big deal with that? The Vanillas give each other one standard compliment a week and that is enough. And they're the ones who need it the most. We all need compliments though. Compliments are nice. This world can be mean. Every day we are attacked by social media, by others, by family and pseudo friends, telling us we are not enough. In the lifestyle, you are enough. You are good and valid and honored just the way you are because we accept people for who they are, not what you could be or what you were. Compliments help solidify our sense of self and provide an anchor in the storm. 
I remember all the compliments I have ever received because, I can say for men at least, it is so rare and special when you do get them. When we started in the lifestyle, the kindness of others was very disconcerting. And yet the vanilla world will say, it's just because they want to boink you. True, that has not been my experience in all cases. People are genuinely nice in the lifestyle. We try to uplift and support each other. We compliment other people, be it about a physical trait, mental state, or other attribute. It is weird when you start though. We as a society are conditioned to not do that. We save genuine compliments only for those that we really like. People who have pierced the stone walls we use to guard ourselves. Or maybe there is a backhanded compliment that is really an insult and the person giving it either really wants to insult you in a nice way or they're just ignorant of what they're saying. As a result, when you do receive a nice compliment, you may become defensive out of habit. An ingrained past trauma rears its ugly head and you are taken back to high school and relive in a flash a bad memory of the popular kids laughing at you. Then you instinctively try to protect your own ego. Stop it. I will talk about the healing aspects of the lifestyle later, but for now, accept the compliment for what it is. A person telling another person a nice comment about them. I know taking compliments is hard. As I've said, we are trained to resist them. Oh, the person saying this must want something or they're attacking me. The vanilla world has broken our brains, and we need to be retrained. If a person gives you a compliment, say, thank you. Do it right now. Just say, thank you out loud. Feels weird, doesn't it? Like sand mixed with oil rubbing on your hands. How often have you received a compliment and responded with, sorry or I'm sorry, like you're apologizing that this other human has a good opinion of you or one of your attributes? By saying thank you, you're acknowledging and confirming the other person. You do not need to apologize for receiving a compliment ever. My advice on getting better at taking a compliment is to give more compliments. Start with your spouse. Make it a goal to tell them three nice compliments a day. Maybe they look really good in their pajamas, like sexy good. Or you appreciate them doing the dishes. Anything. Anything helps and anything works. For ladies in the lifestyle, they may hear how beautiful they are many times. Or they may receive compliments about specific body parts very often. If you want to stand out and grab their attention, do it wrong. Ladies may hear all the time the praises for their boobs and butts. Be different. Compliment their hair. They spent hours on their hair. Boobs are just there. Acknowledge their efforts. Or maybe there's a piece of clothing they look really good in. Acknowledge that. Show them that you can see beyond the same physical attributes that others focus on. Pro tip, if you compliment a lady's shoes, you are striking gold, my friend. For men, we need compliments too. Men are meant to be stoic and hard and we don't have feelings. Trust me, every man in your life needs more compliments. And men give each other compliments. It is not gay. It is not homosexual. It is not expressing sexual desire to compliment another man. Now, who are we supposed to give all these compliments to? Your friends. It is no secret that the vanilla world is lonely. So very lonely. I have been on the other side where you do nothing but work, no social life, no close associates, no one to just hang out with on the weekends. I've been there and I had no idea how lonely I was until I started making friends in the lifestyle. And looking back, I realized I wasted so much time on the wrong pursuits. Your job pays the bills, but friends build up your soul. And it is hard to make adult friends, you know this. Maybe you're one of those lucky vanilla people who still maintain the same cohort of friends you made in college or high school or middle school or kindergarten, or maybe you're all born in the same maternity ward on the same day. Maybe you live in the same small town you grew up in and still go out with the boys and girls every Saturday night. You might participate in a very lively and active church congregation. If this is true for you, good. 
it wasn't for me. When we are younger, like in school, you make friends due to the fact you are stuck with the same people every day for years. You naturally gravitate towards your tribe and create social dynamics within those four walls. After school, maybe into college, the world opens up. Suddenly, you're not crammed into a social setting with the same people every day. It becomes harder and harder to create new bonds with new people until one day you're 36 and realize there is no one. No one you can call on to help you move a fridge or go on a trip or even have a conversation with. So yeah, I've been on the other side. When we found the lifestyle, it was life-changing for us. I have met people that I would pull a battleship out of hell with my bare hands for, and you will too. To counter the vanilla argument these people are only nice to you and friendly in air quotes is because they won't have sex with you. Nope, nope, nope. Wrong again, Vicky and Victor Vanilla. You live in a predatory world where kindness is the claw, compliments are the tooth, and you expect the tiger to pounce at any moment. I do not. We in the lifestyle do not. We can form genuine friendships with people outside of boom boom time. I really hope I don't run out of creative euphemisms for sex anytime soon. And I hope everyone is used to me bouncing around topics by now, so let's talk about hugs. Give a person in your life a hug today. You have no idea who needs a hug, so give everyone hugs, based on your own comfort level, of course. But yeah, hugs are the best. There is a person right now in your life who needs a hug. And I promise, if you find the right person, they might break down and cry from your expression of concern and caring. And if someone hugs you, never be the first to break it. Let them have all the time they need in your arms. Okay, back to the positives. With a lifestyle, we have dedicated websites to meet people. The attraction may start out purely physical, as most human interactions do, but there must be substance there. The substance is what forms friendships. I have been lucky to meet people and make friends with those who I would never ever encounter in my daily life. All walks of life, all professions, socioeconomic backgrounds, diverse diverse interests and life paths and backgrounds and origin stories. I meet people who are not the same as me. If you only encounter those that walk the same life path as you, you will never grow as a person. Your view of the world will get smaller and smaller until you think that everyone who does not look like you, act like you, talk like you, be like you, is different and odd and the other. The world has too many others in it. We need more friendship with those who are different. You beat back the darkness with the twin sticks of understanding and knowledge. Another reason that I started and will continue this podcast to make sure that you're equipped with those twin sticks of understanding and knowledge. One bit about lifestyle friends, not a positive or a negative, just a statement. They will come and go. It sounds depressing on the surface. You meet a couple, you click, you hang out. You think, yeah, these are my friends. And then they just disappear. I wouldn't say ghost at first, but there's a subtle pullback. Or maybe they do just stop responding to your messages. I share this because it has happened to us and I want to prepare you for it. It happens. Life happens. This is a hobby. The lifestyle is not most couples' primary face to the world. A couple may dive in and then jump out of the pool repeatedly. Life gets in the way. You may never know the reason why a particular couple steps away from you or the LS, and that's okay. They have their reasons. You may not get the closure you want. For that, I offer... Don't be sad it ended. Be happy it happened. Our lives on this blue rock floating in the void of space are short. What time we do have, what memories we do create, cherish them. Cherish the memories you may have made with the other couple. You would not have that memory without them and just be thankful for it. Be thankful for the goals you have, not the goal that might have been. 
It hurts to think you lost a friend. It's no different than when you were a kid and your best friend moved away. But life goes on. And you are married to your best friend ever, so you're still winning. Now that I dropped the heavy, let's talk about more positives. I've got to get better at my segues. Where did we meet all these new potential friends? Glad you asked. The lifestyle is packed with events, parties, takeovers, resorts, cruises, and adventures. There are venues and activities dedicated to whatever aspect of the lifestyle you really enjoy. So, what do I define first? Resorts. And I will do dedicated episodes to all of these experiences one day. If I did it today, we would be here for six hours and I cannot talk that long. There are dedicated lifestyle resorts around the world. I will focus on the Caribbean ones because I know people who went to them and I've personally been to Cancun. Think spring break on steroids. Think spring break with encouraged nudity. This ain't the kind of resort you go to for a destination wedding, though that would be hilarious. I won't name them yet because they're not paying me to name them. Sponsor me. Like hedonistic palaces, they dot the Caribbean beaches, rising in majesty testaments to desire to get away from the vanilla world and be free. The resorts have clothing optional areas or no clothing allowed areas by the pool. There are theme parties every night. All-inclusive resorts where you can drink all day by the pool buck naked and then go to a wild party at night with a couple hundred other swingers. So they exist. Theme parties. These are so cool. We dress up a lot in the lifestyle. We are adults with houses and savings accounts and jobs, and we play dress up. My wife and I put a lot of effort into our costumes because how often do you get to dress up as a character or a theme like 1920s or cowboys or rock stars or animals? And if you turn your nose up at this thought, you have no idea what you're missing. Costumes are not just for Halloween. They're not just for kids. You have a couple hundred lifestyle people in a room dressed ridiculously, trying to dance in shoes that were not made for dancing, drinking, and having a good time. This certainly beats watching football on a Sunday with the boys while the girls get wine drunk in the kitchen and cry. Hotel takeovers go hand in hand with theme parties. Companies will buy out an entire hotel for a weekend. You know everyone staying there is in the lifestyle, which is liberating. You can talk to anyone because you know that you're all in the same club. You have a hotel room for privacy or naughty fun, and if you're new to the lifestyle and you think hotel takeovers are intimidating, they are not. Just a bunch of fun people getting together to cut loose. And speaking of parties, we also have house parties. These are parties individuals throw at their, their house, self-explanatory. And Vicky Vanilla may say, well, I've been to a party at a house. Not like this. Your house parties did not have women walking around in lingerie all night and the men stripping down to their underwear. Your house parties do not have the same sense of freedom as a lifestyle house party. If your friend's booby accidentally pops out after she's had one too many mimosas, everyone is shocked. And if a boob pops out at a house party, we cheer. They all have different vibes depending on the host. One host may prefer a club atmosphere and have the nightclub lights and big speakers. Another may focus on the sexy vibes and stellar decorations. Other parties are more akin to drunken party, drunken college ragers. They're all different vibes. To the newbie who just perked up when I mentioned house parties, they are out there and you have to find them on your own. I can't tell you where to look as they tend to be private affairs, invite only, but don't worry, you will find them. All that plus a myriad of bar meetups, bowling, and social activities that are sorely lacking in the modern day. Years ago, we traded weekly bowling and social clubs for TV and social media. We moved to the digital world for connections which can never substitute for real human interaction. 
The amount of likes you get does not translate into real friends. This is what the lifestyle offers though, real human connection. In the modern world, we connect with people, but we do not know them. We reach out and only receive ones and zeros, smiley faces and thumbs up in return. It is not real. You know it is not real. Do not base your self-worth on the number of likes a post may get. For my wife and I, we love the socialness of the lifestyle and the opportunity to get out of the house with like-minded people. And the sex is phenomenal. Does the lifestyle make sex better? Yes, done with that point, moving on. I guess we can talk about it some more though. The lifestyle will definitely make your sex life better if you have the foundation of good communication in place. I know for a large number of couples, your partner might be the only person you have ever had sex with, which is not a bad thing. But with time comes routine. So then every sexual encounter with your partner may follow the same pattern. You propose, they agree, you get undressed, same position, same hand position, same, same, same. Again, if it works for you, it's not a bad thing, but it can be limiting though. Experiencing physical intimacy with another person can open your eyes to a whole new world of possibilities and positions and touch and sensations. Gaining that experience gives you perspective and that leads to new words. The sexual side of the lifestyle is great for increasing your own physical intimacy vocabulary, and not just words here, but your brain thinky part. You can now step back and say, I enjoy this, I would like to try this or that, or I don't enjoy when you do that. That is a huge benefit for couples who may have trouble discussing sex. They will fight about money till they're blue in the face, but maybe the husband won't tell his wife to stop grabbing his balls during sex because he thinks she likes doing it and she only does it because she thinks he likes it. I need to touch on another sex positive, reclaim sex. Y'all, reclaim sex is amazing. Reclaim sex is the first sex you and your partner have after an adventure with another couple. It is called that because you are reclaiming each other, claiming this person as mine in a primal animalistic manner. Maybe the name needs some work, I agree, but personal experience here, it is fantastic. It is the end note to compersion. And that's a new word alert, compersion. The joy of seeing your partner happy, usually in a sexual manner. Compersion exists and it is amazing and a positive in its own right. Seeing your partner as a sexual being, seeing them being erotic with another person is highly fulfilling in the lifestyle. And the lifestyle lets you explore your sexual side. Maybe you have had a fantasy or trying a new activity, go for it. Find a couple, talk it out and try it. Maybe you learn you don't like it. That's okay. Maybe you've always wanted to try a threesome or a foursome or an orgy. There's a way to try all these fantasies safely with consent and fun. You might like the new experience, you might not, but now you know. You will be constantly learning on your lifestyle journey. Maybe you really enjoy a certain position with just one other person because your bodies fit together in a special way, or you just want doggy style from everyone. This journey and what you learn will allow you to evolve, figuring out where you fall in the spectrum of the lifestyle. The only wrong answer is not to communicate to your spouse, communicate your desires, your likes, and your dislikes, which means your communication will evolve and get better. You will suddenly have all these words for emotions you didn't know you had or couldn't define. The couples that stay in the lifestyle and the lifestyle works for communicate. And speaking of communication, lack of communication is cited as one of the top reasons couples get divorced along with infidelity and financial causes. Talking about divorce, and I promise I'm going to find a positive in here somewhere. Vicky and Victor Vanilla may believe that couples only choose to enter the lifestyle to avoid divorce, or one partner is forcing the other partner into this, or this may be a last-ditch effort to save their marriage. So, let's address the marriage question. Does swinging destroy marriages? No. 
I don't know, probably not. I found conflicting research on whether or not swinging in open relationships and ethical non-monogamy have a significant impact on divorce rates. One study said it does not. Another study said ethical non-monogamy made marriages better, as self-reported by study participants. So we have a neutral, no effect, and a positive effect. Here's my take. Those that get into the lifestyle for the right reasons, have the right communication foundation in place, can watch their marriages get better. Those that get into this for the wrong reasons, like to fix their marriage or alleviate sexual boredom, or one partner cheated so now they want to balance the cosmic scales, those couples were headed towards divorce before they ever talked about swinging. This was just a pit stop on the way to divorce town. The lifestyle makes good marriages great and bad marriages end. If you are in the lifestyle, you feel good and comfortable, know that this hobby, at least according to science, can improve a marriage for the long term, which is a positive I told you I would find it. Putting that discussion to bed, I do understand the health of a marriage is a very real concern. And for those that are new to the lifestyle, you want to make sure that this hobby enhances your marriage, not harm the relationship. Speaking of health, another concern new people have is body image. Good news on that one, the lifestyle is great for, po for body positivity. For women or those that identify as feminine on the spectrum of gender identity, the lifestyle can be liberating. You join a society of people, a society ruled by women, which side note, women rule the lifestyle. A society that actively encourages you, woman, to have a voice, to make your voice heard, to express yourself. You are supported by other women in being your true self. You are complimented and applauded for being your authentic self. You want to dye your hair pink? Go for it. You want nipple piercings? You can probably find another person willing to go with you. You have the chance to dress up. You can put away the mom hat or the caretaker hat or the soccer coach hat and just be you. That is powerful in its own right. Women are expected to be everything. Be mommy, have a career, take care of this or that. And with a lifestyle, you can just be yourself. You will get attention. And the attention is nice. And you can't tell me you don't get a warm and fuzzy feeling when that cute guy at the coffee shop gives you a little smile and a wink. Yeah, imagine that times a hundred. Granted, uh, the attention from your partner is the most important. Yes, yes, yes. You will have other men or whatever your interest may be see you as an attractive person, a sexual person, as someone they want to flirt with. From men, there ain't a man out there that doesn't like a little attention themselves. And you will get it and more. Having a woman compliment your arms or your smile or all your smart brainy words, it's a good feeling. It can be motivating. For us men, the late 30s and early 40s can be rough. Hormones are dropping, energy is crashing, pressure from outside and inside to succeed, and all we want to do is exist. The lifestyle can give you the motivation you need to get moving, be it working out or losing weight or trying a new hobby. Pro tip, women find men with passions and hobbies so sexy, so pick a new hobby. Woodworking, cooking, maybe start a podcast, haha, -ha. even knitting. Having a hobby is super attractive. And don't forget about the tip of complimenting shoes. This ain't the stereotypical midlife crisis. This is putting your life in a place you want it to be and taking your best friend with you. For both and all genders, the lifestyle is validating. It is validation that you are a person. You are still a person despite the vanilla world trying to turn us into cogs or media zombies. People can treat each other with respect, become friends, and grow. Which brings me to the last point about the lifestyle. Healing. The lifestyle is healing for the soul. We carry around way too much emotional baggage from years of the system trying to push us down, around, through, in, out, here, there. 
we can create a community of acceptance. You can help create that community where you can just be free to exist. You want to run around naked? Do it. You want to try to fantasy? Do it. We can leave all that baggage behind because we don't need it. In the lifestyle, no one is their job or their accomplishments. You can be accepted just as you are, physically and mentally. These hidden inadequacies that linger in our brains, you can leave them behind. Leave them at home when you go to a resort or a party or on a date. Just be you. You are good enough. You are awesome. Thank you for joining us today. If you like the show, please subscribe and check out our website, thatotherlifestyle.com, where you can find our blog and merchandise store. Consider signing up for our mailing list so you're always the first to know what is going on with That Other Lifestyle. I always appreciate hearing your feedback and comments on episodes or suggestions for topics, so feel free to reach out to me. Subscribe and like wherever you may be enjoying this podcast because that is a huge help to me. My personal disclaimer, I am not a medical professional nor a trained and certified educator of any kind. I am a guy with a microphone sharing my personal experiences with you. This podcast is for entertainment purposes only and please join us for the next episode. Whatever you may do today, I hope you have a fantastic time doing it. Know that you are appreciated and loved. Have a great day.